All right, guys, so I got an interesting question for you today with the uh, Super Bowl coming up. Um, what is your favorite Super Bowl food to have at your Super Bowl party? I'm going to start off here. Uh, my number one is definitely like some type of buffalo chicken dip. Um, I, f- I feel Ooh. like you have to have like <clears throat> Welcome some... back to Case and Pun, everybody. <laughs> I feel like you, you have to have that. some type of dip there, but like buffalo chicken would definitely be the number one. Uh, so I've I had it I had buffalo chicken dip for the first time. There's a restaurant in Hamilton. I think it's I think it was Squires, um, but like I had it for the first time last year. Changed my life, and then obviously Nick's mom this summer made the like the buffalo chicken. Yeah, um, that was just unreal. So that's a stand up choice. Thank you, thank you. What's your go to for dipping in it though? Oh, you know what? Okay, this is where we get a little uh, saucy. Some might I feel like say. this needs to be addressed when you're when if you say buffalo chicken dip, you need to go. With, it like, does. Your, so system. either like a nice like toasted pita, like oh you know, mm. um, some of that like naan bread, really good, or jalapeno flavored Tostitos. Those are like ooh, all right. It's between. All right, here's a question. Here's a question for you. Which uh, which kind of like Tostitos chips? Are you going flat or are you going like bowl? Oh, you going like the fucking like rolled Scoops. up circles. So the thing is, like, it, it depends because the fla- like the flavored ones are only like flat. But oh, really? They don't get the bowl ones for those? No, not no no no, not really, which is kind of weird. But because if they did, they'd be a millionaire purely based off of me. Like um, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, like you can't really do like uh sour cream and onion like flavored bowls, like that'd be weird. Yeah, no, but those are like, oh, the bowls are definitely Dude. the best, but yeah. unfortunately I'm they just don't I'm definitely a do multi-grain flavors. scoops kind of guy for Tostitos. Okay, oh, I, yeah, those yeah. are unreal. Oh, that's fire, that's fire. Yeah, those are pretty good. You guys ever tried like the rolled up ones like in, in like a a tube? Oh, oh yeah. Like, no, yeah, yeah, but like they're, they're Tostitos ones. Like, oh, shit, no, I haven't seen those. Yeah, I'm not really too sure what like the purpose of them is, like what, what purpose they serve, because like you can't really dip. Like dip and stuff and like scoop. If you want to like, it's like drink your, uh, you drink your salsa. Just throw the straw in there. Yeah. All right, Keish, right, you want to give us yours? Yeah, sorry. Oh, oh. Keish, you want to give us yours? Um, yeah, I'll go next. Um, so I feel like mine's just like, oh yeah, it's another really basic one. Not that yours isn't basic, Aiden, but mine is. It's nachos. I, I'm such a big nacho guy. You can do like whatever you want with them. So that's got to be my answer. See, like, the, no question. The best thing about nachos is that nachos and the buffalo chicken dip can go p- pretty well together. Oh, you can throw the buffalo chicken dip on the nachos? Oh. Oh. Ch- Wait, do you guys oh. eat your nachos with beef or with chicken? Chicken. I'm chicken all day. Uh, I'm, oh, beef. I'm, I'm beef. beef. Yeah. I'm beef. I'm Ooh, beefy. Uh, I like the beef. I'm a the ground beef. big, big chicken yeah. guy. I still like chicken, but yeah, yeah. Nacho, I'm not gonna say no about, to chicken. Uh, that's, that's about nachos. It's like you can throw anything you want on them; they're gonna be so good. I think, like, I'm a big fan of throwing olives on my nachos as well. But like, I know a lot of people don't like olives, so mm-hmm. they're like, it's fine if you have months. Fine if you leave them off. I think the brassy nachos when they do that like flank ooh. steak on them. Ooh, ooh. yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. They got steak and chicken on their nachos, and then it comes with queso as well. Like those yeah. are those yeah. those are. Those, those are some like expensive nachos, man. But they're yeah, they are. Them. But like, you you get a steak with them. 
it's a lot too it's a lot of yeah it's huge it's yeah. a mountain it's a lot of that's food. when you can you can go for beers grab those put those with like four people and you're good it's the yeah, type to like there's so much of them by the time you get to the bottom they're soggy that's true yeah it's true that's yeah. one issue well, what I about like you ryan good good soggy nacho <laughs> okay i was trying to avoid that <laughs> what about you ryan what do you got um i'm a big chili dog guy um and i change up my recipe like every year just to see like what's working for me yeah um me and my roommates usually like last year we we uh put like uh like garlic bread like stuff on top of the like the hot dog buns nice and then we put like uh hot dog in them and then cheese and then the chili on top and we baked it a little bit Ooh. Oh. That actually yeah, sounds really uh, good. Yeah, that'll hit different. That's for damn sure. I love yeah, chili did, dogs. It, it did hit different. We overcooked you know them. I, so we're we're going to try them better this year. But yeah. You know what I'm actually like a really big fan of, actually? So, you know, it's it's typically like ground meat and chili. But my dad, one year when we were at camping, instead of doing ground meat, we did um, like chunks of like a pork tenderloin in there instead. And I found that to be way better than ground meat because I don't like ground meat at all. It doesn't have... Are you saying ground meat? What? Like Yeah. Like ground beef, well, like as, as if like you ground up like beef, like ground beef. Yeah, yeah, like we ground beef, but like we, like there's ground chicken, ground pork, ground turkey, whatever you want to throw in it. Usually, usually my family does chicken. On on what? Chili. On it. Oh, in the chili. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. Sorry, I wasn't following you. I thought you were talking <laughs> about in your hot dogs. He no, usually just doesn't. No, we, have... we usually buy those from the store. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> yeah, it usually just doesn't have the same flavor. I actually, I know a guy that when he makes chili, so this is like super bootleg, but apparently it tastes amazing. Like, um, he gets those like freezer burgers that you can get from Costco in like the 50 pack. And you know how those are like, so like, they're super like fatty, but they're so like juicy and stuff. Yeah. So he'll get those, put them out on the barbecue for a little bit, bring them back in and like break them up into the chili while it's cooking. Oh, that's huge. That'd be Mm. great. I'm efficient as well. Pardon? I'm a big fan of chunks of meat in the chili instead of uh, instead of ground oh, yeah. beef or ground chicken. So, uh, yeah, I'll go uh, either way. Fair enough. What about you, Brady? What do you got? Uh, I'm also a chili guy. Of course, I think that's like a, a Super Bowl Sunday staple. Everyone's got to bring that homemade chili, or else it's not really it doesn't really count as a Super Bowl Sunday. Um, but in the sake of saying something different, I'll go with uh, just you know straight up chicken wings. Um, yeah. I think for Super Bowl, I, I like boneless, but I think for Super Bowl Sunday, it's got to be uh, boned, boned <laughs> wings. Yeah, I hundred um, percent agree with that. And I like all different types of flavor. You, know, you got your honey garlic there, and your uh, your medium, and your your buffalo sauce, and and all that kind of stuff. So, if yeah. you could only have one flavor of bu- of like wings for the Super Bowl, like what is what flavor is it gonna be? Uh, fuck. Um... Sorry to I'd put you pro- on the spot there. I'd probably go safe and just say, like, honey garlic. That's Ooh, such really? a Super Bowl flavor, man. Yeah, I would go... just, it, it reminds me of the Super Bowl. I don't know why. Like, yeah. I guess, yeah. I would go medium. I can't eat too many honey garlic wings. Like, the, the sticky sweetness gets to me. I love sweet stuff, like, probably yeah. more than probably more than anyone here. But, like, if, if you, I... Uh... Yeah. If you had, like, a good amount of, like, a manageable amount of spice for medium, then I'd do that. Sometimes yeah. you get the medium where it's like you have five and you had to take a break, have some water. So if it wasn't yeah, like that's true. If it, if it was like a decent like a Buffalo Wild Wings medium, that's pretty good. Like it's not really too yeah. spicy. So Buffalo Wild Wings medium is yeah. like my go-to flavor there. Yeah, I love it. No, Parmesan yeah. garlic, baby. 
Parmesan garlic. So Gar Parm. I usually get three different flavors when I go. Gar I love Parmesan. We had this whole debate already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, everybody. Welcome back to the Case Pub Podcast. With us today, you hear you heard all four voices again. We got Ryan. Ryan, how you doing? Lovely. Doing lovely. It's great to hear. We also got Adam Aiden Driver with us. on uh, oh. SNL was awesome, by the way. Yeah. Ooh. Great guy. Shout out to him. Love to love to hear it. Um, <laughs> and we also got Aiden with us. Aiden, what's going on, dude? You know, I'm just peachy. Great. Fired in there with a great opener. So, you know, shout out to, shout out to you for that one. Uh, Brady, what's going on, dude? Not much. That's it. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> wish you went so fucking awkward, bud. Obviously, yeah. No, obviously. Is, obviously, obviously. Obviously the boss is here. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know all the TikTok comments that's like CEO of this and that? Yeah. That's, uh, that's me. That's, that's Big boss is here keeping us on track. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, just big brother. I hate these jokes so much, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm He's here. The majority I'm well. a shareholder in this company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm probably gonna lose all my money. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so we um, we were trying to do what, like a, a weekly like playoff recap, but that didn't work. So I guess we're gonna go. Uh, We'll, we'll fire right into that of like the uh, divisional round of the playoffs. So the first game that happened was Vikings Niners. Uh, what are you, what boys? What are your thoughts on the game? Slaughter. Yeah, it wasn't that close, eh? No, I mean like it was pretty bad. I mean, not yeah. that Green Bay did any better, but like at least we made it there. Oh, oh we'll get we'll get there, Ryan. Don't worry. I wanna. I yeah, yeah, I know. We'll, I'm we'll gonna get go there. get some to eat during then. <laughs> um, no, I think. Um, that running attack in San Francisco is kind of, you know, they don't have Tevin. They might not have Tevin Coleman for the Super Bowl. Not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but that running attack is just so deadly for San Francisco. Yeah. New Kaverheim monster. Yeah, our, our favorite give, player. Do you want to give some background on Mo- Mozart there? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to also explain? Yeah, that'd be. Oh, dude, everybody you knows the yeah. background. He was cut oh. from so and so. Never really made a team. No, ran for five thousand yards football. on Green Bay. Oh, like so our per, our personal our, history with Mozart. Our personal, oh, our personal history. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah, in real better. life, in real life, the guy's story is absolutely incredible. Obviously, like Ryan said, yeah, cut yeah. from so many teams. Blah, never blah, really got blah, a chance blah, to start. Really. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, no, we can absolutely... just skip over the part where he runs for four hundred yards and seven touchdowns on Green Bay. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But our personal history with him. So there was one night after it was after like the interviews, right? That night. Yeah. Um, it was after a hard working day at the podcast. Yeah. The boys, boys were burning yeah. the midnight oil, decided to play some, uh, decided to play game. some Madden. We did some, uh, <laughs> we did, we did a fantasy draft. Um, the fantasy draft probably took place at like what? Like 4 PM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Um, yeah. And uh, we, so when we did our fantasy draft, like we, we tried to draft like each of the boys. If we had like a favorite player, we, we wanted to draft them. So we had, we had the, the pleasure of drafting Aaron Jones at running back. Um, and hey, then he we, was also, a pleasure. we also drafted uh, Raheem Mostert and, uh, and like, I, I don't, and nobody else matters at running back. Your third running back doesn't matter. Uh, first well, of all, we not. didn't draft. Well, we didn't draft first overall. It was Aiden's girlfriend that did, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sherman. Aiden's girlfriend Sherman. took Richard Sherman in the first round, not knowing much about football. So shout out to you, Noel. Great pick. Great pick. Great pick. Um, yeah, until but... you get fucking toasted. Got burnt a couple <laughs> times. Got burnt a couple times, so that's okay. Um, but yeah, so we we obviously send the preseason because in Madden, you don't play the preseason. That's just, that's just useless. 
Uh, in the preseason, turns out Aaron Jones was hurt for six weeks. So then we had to turn to Mostert as our starting running back. And he was returning kicks, and he was absolutely unreal. Broke so many tackles. And even as a running back, he was great. And we were like, uh, Aiden, Brady, and I, we were like, oh, yeah, we can cut Aaron Jones now. Like, Mostert's, Mostert's the future of uh, – Save some money. You know, whatever team. Yeah, we can save some money. We can trade Aaron Jones. He's got trade value. Yeah. Um, but then we realized that Mostert's contract was up. And we had to re-sign him. And we gave him a fair offer. We we exceeded his fair offer in Madden. Yeah, we're paying him what he's worth. What yeah. you never do. You never do that. No. Yeah. yeah. And then the guy nice. turns us down. He sends us sends us packing. So it was immediately uh it was it was fuck monster. Uh so he yeah. got moved to the bench. Uh we started somebody else until Aaron Jones got back. Yeah, we, uh, uh, we tried to re- well no, we put him didn't we he was on the team for the rest of the season, except we didn't run him once. And he we, we did, put yeah. him on the IR. Yeah, he got hurt. He had like a one week injury. We threw him on the IR. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the fucking season ending IR. <laughs> uh, yeah, for like a for like, like he a, had a, a cracked toenail. He had literally a cold in a, <laughs> in a he had the ingrown toenail. Um, but yeah, so we um, you know, in Madden, we do not do not we're not fans of Raheem Monster, but uh, in real life, what he's doing is incredible. Um, yeah. You know, you can't help but root for a guy like that uh, and the fact he's on San Francisco. I'm not a big San Francisco guy. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Let's that game Patty. that game was honestly a little bit a little bit of a wash, Minnesota and San Francisco. But then we can uh, jump into what I would say is the biggest upset that we've seen probably all year. Um, the Titans played the Ravens, and uh, my goodness, what a game from Derrick Henry. You guys want to hear the Ooh. numbers? Derrick Henry popped off for... 195 yards, two touchdowns, and then he also threw for a touchdown on a little jump pass to connect with Corey Davis, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely incredible game from Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were – was that a game – yeah, that was a game we – no, that wasn't a game we watched together. But our group chat was popping off when that was happening because uh, Ryan Tannehill completed seven passes. Seven same passes. The, same as the Patriots. He – attempted yeah. eight i think like yeah same exact story it's just right again ravens couldn't handle it so yeah it's like it, like that he was unstoppable in that game like every single carry he'd get met in the like if he got met in the backfield he would fall forward and gain gain four yards yeah. and like how do you stop that right all you need is four yards on every single play and you win the ball game because that's but it you, if you get to, four yards on every single to, play you get a first down you have to think like what was John Harbaugh thinking? If that's the right Harbaugh, I can't remember which one's there. It's a yeah, Harbaugh. Sure. Yeah, it's John. Um. Anyway, what was he thinking, man? Like, all you have to do is stack the box extra heavy, so you can't run. If they're throwing eight times a game, it's not like they're going to be be able to beat you throwing all game long. Just stop, Derek. It wasn't. I don't know. The Patriot or the Chiefs did it. So, well, yeah, I don't know forget, what John Harbaugh in- was thinking. In this game, the Titans started off with two passing touchdowns, a 12-yard pass, and then a 45-yard bomb from Tannehill. I don't know if you guys remember that, but, uh, yeah, I have it here. Khalif Raymond got behind the safeties and uh, just torched, torched, like, his corner. And uh, Tannehill dropped the ball in. But here's the thing. You you can still win letting those two plays go up because they're quick plays and they, like, you'll get the ball back. But you're not going to win if you let – a running back run for 100 what 95 yards and two touchdowns i don't know yeah, yeah. Was, but you just was. can't but then, win that way 
on the you know on the other end though like you like you didn't really get to see uh the Ravens offense they didn't really do too well um they have like a bunch of yards like Lamar had uh let me do math here I think Lamar had over 500 total yards um, yeah but he was uh it's the turnover differential he had what two interceptions and maybe two interceptions. a fumble um uh, yeah yeah and a, and a lost fumble so yeah um, you're not gonna win that doesn't like help. That. no um but like you know there were so many drops from the ravens receivers like they weren't really getting open lamar had to do so much on his own and uh you know shout out to Vrabel. he put together a very very solid game plan they executed it perfectly and yeah you know you you walk out of there with a big big win and then um Oh no, that was the Patriots game where they walked off with the pick six, but uh just absolutely incredible. Aiden, what uh what was your reaction like during the game? Um, well I mean it was it was just kind of surprising to see. Like, I mean <clears throat> Derrick Henry, he's been great all year, but it was really surprising to see him run over uh a team that I thought had one of the best defenses all year. Um, like that. And I mean it's like like you said, like the fact that every time you give him the ball, he falls forward for four yards, but um, it's kind of crazy. But also, like, um, as much as Lamar actually did play a half-decent game, the thing is, like, his his inexperience kind of showed there. And at the end, I got to say, um, he kind of picked it up a little bit, but it was a little bit too late. Like, um, in that last quarter, there were a lot of drop passes from his receivers that they really couldn't afford. Um, and he was doing his best to um, really, like, really get up the field. He was paving his own way with his legs, like we know he can. But yep. uh, like it was, it was just stupid drops. And then there was that one throw where Frick would have had a touchdown, but it hit Hayden Hurst right in the numbers. Guy, guy didn't even have his head turned around. So it's just stupid stuff like that. If they can clean that up next year, they're gonna be in the conference championship. Yeah, and like I mean, you know, um, they're they're built for, you know, a long run. Like they got young receivers in uh, Marquise Brown and uh, um, Miles Boykin. That's the that's the guy in Notre Dame. Uh, Mark Ingram's a little bit a little bit older, but I think he's still late twenties, right? I don't think he's thirty yet. Um, no, yeah, he's probably twenty eight. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, no, he is thirty. He's actually oh, he's thirty. 30. Yeah, um, but like I mean, you know, running backs. No, no offense to you know Mark Ingram, but they're kind of dime a dozen. I think this year, uh, oh no, ETN didn't declare. So I mean, they could always address that in the in the off season. I mean, yeah, uh, and but... especially you got you got guys like Melvin Gordon that are probably going to leave. So that's the guy they could maybe target and make that offense. Uh, you know, hey, did that Alabama deadly. running back declare? Najee Harris? Harris. I'm not sure. Um, but like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think there's a need to though. Like, honestly, Mark Ingram had a, like, he had a great yeah. season, like not like he had a great season for he did a running back this year. So it's, uh, I, I'm just saying like for, for like the future, I don't know if, um, like Mark Ingram, like a running, a 30 year old running backs old for a running back. I guess so. like it's old I see, position, I see it's very mean. old for running. Yep. Back. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, but no, yeah, no, uh, no, no disrespect to Mark Ingram. I thought he had a great season, but, uh, you know, that the team is, the team is ready to go again next year. They don't have any really aging veterans uh, like on the offense. Like Realistically, it should be the same thing next year. Lamar was dominant this year. Should I don't see it changing next year. Yeah, so, you know. if they can. Yeah, I think Lamar just really has to get his playoff. Like, I think after 
So, but that's the thing. He is improving. He's improving noticeably in the playoffs. And I think next year, if they can keep the same team and he can kind of get like, um, that step, improve his poise in the playoffs, then I think he's, yeah. I think this team's going to go for I don't it. even think it was his fault they lost, to be honest. No, I mean, he, 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 yeah, but probably one of them or two of them came at the end when he was trying to push the ball down the field. So, yeah. Um, but like, so that's kind of what I was saying. Like, throughout the game, he didn't play like, although, yeah, his stats show that he played a good game, but there were points where you could see, like any young quarterback, like we were talking about Josh Allen when the Bills played. Like, yeah, his, his stats were even pretty decent. Like, he had the most rushing yards on the team. But the biggest issue there is that his inexperience showed. And like I said, in the fourth quarter, Lamar had two back-to-back really good drives where his receivers just couldn't catch a ball to save their lives or couldn't get open. Yep. he Those receivers did not help him out too much, unfortunately. No. Um... Yeah, that's uh, you know, it was, it was it was kind of a shame to see uh, see you know the like Lamar go out and big fan of the guy. Uh, he is only twenty three years old, right? So you know he's still very young. He's got time to grow. He's got time to develop. So younger um, than Joe Burrow. Younger than Joe Burrow. Uh, so you know, don't don't be surprised if you see them same thing one seed by next year again. But I don't. Lamar hasn't won a playoff game, has he? Uh, nope. Because were they uh, were they in there? Yeah, last year. You, uh, they, they made were, the, but like their first round exit. Yeah, to the Chargers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, also here. the Chargers were a playoff team last year. Like, excuse me. Um, they were actually good last year. They were great last year because Melvin Gordon was an absolute like stud the last year. Not to he say Eckler wasn't. Eckler uh, was great. Philip Rivers and his twelve kids go down to Carolina. Oh, baby, can't wait for that one. Gonna get me a Philip Rivers Panthers jersey. Psych. Um. But yeah, so we can we can move on. Um, you know, and then this was, uh, you know, the obviously the Titans Titans Ravens game was a you know upset. Everyone, every, the biggest upset of the year. Uh, but I think the like most incredible game was the Chiefs and Texans game. Not just because I'm a Patty Mahomes like you know fan. I will obviously love the guy. If you haven't uh, figured that out yet, I don't know what you're doing. But uh, down, what was it? Twenty four nothing. Yep. To score, uh, to come back and score fifty-one, win the game fifty-one thirty-one, um, absolutely unreal. I only got, to, I barely got to see this game because I had to go to hockey, but uh, I saw the no, first. I mean, uh, it's really just not a big deal, and you know we had a men's league game. Uh, you know what? No. You know what is a big deal? Haven't lost since November. Not a big deal. Um, it is a men's league game. It is. It is men's league, but. Uh, yeah, so like I was only able to see the first touchdown when Mahomes like threw the ball to Damian Williams, um, and it was like it was a pretty long one. I think it was like twenty thirty yards or something like that. But then I missed Travis Kelsey going three straight touchdowns, um, and then yeah, the game was just after that. Mahomes just took over, did what he did, and incredible to come back from twenty four nothing down. That's the second or third biggest deficit that's ever been overcome in the uh, in the NFL playoffs. So that's pretty cool. Good me. I think uh, a, uh, I think a very cool thing, and this is kind of getting out of ourselves, but it's really kind of <clears throat> talking about how great Travis Kelsey is. I think a really cool thing that we're going to see with this Super Bowl is the best two tight ends that are completely different, like physical types face off. How so? How are they different, like physically? Well, 
like George Kittle, he's a deep threat. The guy, the guy can literally burn you deep. Like he's arguably one of the fastest tight ends in football right now. Whereas Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey has like probably the best hands for a tight end. Like I don't, yeah. I don't even think that's arguable. Like when he gets the ball in his hands, it's it's staying there. So it's actually just going to be kind of funny to see the difference there. And uh, yeah, it's it's probably the two best tight ends in football, but they really. For receiving tight ends, they couldn't really be more different, I guess, eh? Yeah. Other than they're both kind of psychopaths, but that's okay. That's uh, we'll, yeah. we'll leave that out. Um, but yeah, so so Texans Texans go up twenty four nothing. Like, what are you guys thinking at that point? I thought it was over. I thought the game. Yeah. Like, I I thought it was over. I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't even need to watch. Went to the store, came back, and <laughs> holy fuck. <laughs> What about you, Brady? Ryan, what do you guys? What were you guys' thoughts going when this was all happening? Oh, I get to speak for once. Um, <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, same as you guys. I mean, I, I was watching with my with my roommate, and I was I was very excited. I, I loved I loved it. Uh, I was so glad that Chiefs were going to lose. But you know, like I'm I'm a I'm a veteran in sports watching, so of course I'm like, hey. Don't count Mahomes out. He's awesome, and he's got the he's got the ability to get some quick touchdowns, which yeah. we talked about in the group chat, I think. And um, that's what happened. And after Kittle got, I mean, not Kittle. After um, Kelsey got that first touchdown, I'm like, hey, they don't know how to cover. They don't know how to cover Kelsey. Well, like, no one does. But like, I'm like, these guys really don't know. And I'm like, just keep feeding him. I said to my roommate, like, if they just keep going to Kelsey, they're gonna come back. And they did. They kept going to him. I knew it, and. I called it for every play. It was so easy to see. I'm like, you just toss it to him. He's going to get it. He's going to body yeah. the defender and get it. He's huge, and he's he wants it. So That's the thing. That's the thing with the yeah. Chiefs, man. Like, people people keep talking about, like, the speed they have at receiver. They got, like, the U.S. track team at receiver with Sammy Watkins, yeah. absolute burner, Tyreek Hill. Everyone knows Tyreek Hill. And, um, and McCole Hardman, no slouch. He's probably the fastest one out of the three of them, if I'm, you know, yeah. not talking out of my ass there. But – like how do you stop all three of them like you have to have your safeties back to help cover them but then who who are you going to put on uh, on travis kelsey linebackers can't keep up with them cornerbacks can't cover him like you need a safety but you need your safeties deep so like what 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 do you do i think that 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 whole offense is just mismatched like this is defense nightmares yeah for real um which so it's gonna be interesting to see how san fran plays them because um they got they definitely got the talent on defense so oh yeah it's gonna be interesting um did you know the san francisco their safeties i think it's i know jaquiski tarts one of them uh i don't remember who their other one is let me just take a look real quick um oh jimmy ward they played together in high school oh yeah and now they're starting together in a super bowl like that's like a dream come true that's pretty cool. Yeah, like I'm sure, like you guys, they like those guys always talked about it. Like, oh man, one day we're gonna make it to the league. We're gonna be playing for the same team. We're gonna be on. Like, we're gonna win a Super Bowl together. Like it's it's stuff of dreams that these guys are you know able to do right now. So that's pretty cool. Yes, <clears throat> that's really cool. Yeah. Um. And then uh, so we have the fourth game of the divisional round. We'll move on here. Uh, Seahawks and Packers. Ryan, let's uh, we'll, we'll have you lead the discussion here. Could me? Not okay. today. What? I'm not doing it. The Seahawks and Packers. The Seahawks. 
Oh, Seahawks Packers. Sorry. Didn't they won it. the game. Yeah, no. I thought you were talking about the next one. No. No, we'll <laughs> get there. We'll, we'll get there. Don't worry. Shadowing. Don't uh, don't you worry about that, Ryan. I can't wait to talk about that one. Um, oh, yeah, well, I'm not going to do that one. Yeah, but uh, Seahawks Packers. Um, Ryan, Packers fan. Um, um, only like one at this I, point with the team left in the playoffs. The yeah, yeah. Just just what are your what are your overall opinion on the divisional round? Um, I think the biggest thing that stuck out was that like that Russell Wilson is still so hard to sack. It's incredible, so good, man. Yeah, he he. There easily could have been like eleven or twelve sacks that game. There, I think there was four, or five. There were five sacks. I think easily could have been twelve if if it wasn't Russell Wilson. Easily, he's elusive. Like um, we were getting through that line like Swiss cheese, and still he was just not going down. Pretty incredible, yeah. really. It was it was five sacks, two from the Smith brothers and one from Kenny Clark. Yeah. Um. But you're you're so right. It could have it could have easily been twelve or fifteen. But he just he his ability to keep plays alive is honestly it's second to none. Like um uh, I I think he's the best in the league at it. Like even including Lamar, uh, he's the best in the league at extending plays. Yeah, it used to be Aaron, but since he's had that a couple knee injuries, uh, he's, he's yeah. he he just he just kind of escapes more often than like evading, like letting yeah. him get closer, but. Well, I mean, that's the, with with Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's so smart, and he like he like guides, he like moves his himself to set up his blockers to like keep his pocket like around him. That's something that I that I noticed about him a lot is his pocket movement is out of this world. Like, his IQ is so it's through the roof. Um, and so he, he you know he can extend plays by, just by moving around and setting up his blocks. I think that's yeah. it's really incredible to watch. Um, the there were two things that uh. Like first and like foremost, uh, stuck out to me. Um, uh, Devonte Adams is ridiculous off the reset. I've said it release. I've said it before, but like if you watched him that game, like those cornerbacks needed a map because they had no idea where he was. He's like that cat, uh, or like the DBs are like that cat that you sent us. Yeah, on the on the hood <laughs> of the car. Yeah, <laughs> but, on the um, freaking windshield. It's it's the one that Devonte reacted to. Yeah, um, yeah, so he's, funny. He's, so gross when he's healthy man like he had what he had like uh he set the packers record for most receptions in, or receiving yards in a game so um pretty incredible he was torching whoever he was against it was kind of pathetic really but um anyway that was second thing third thing was that uh, i hope marshawn lynch comes back because i don't think there's been a better one yard line uh half back in the league ever than him <laughs> Maybe maybe the bus, maybe the bus, the fridge, William, like William the fridge Perry. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say maybe them too, but like, well, the fr- fridge wasn't work. a fridge wasn't a running back, right? Like maybe no. maybe Jerome Bettis. Yeah, like, Marshawn but, like Lynch, he's so all he's second, tough, man. It's almost as if they're you know, they're on the one line yard. It's like not a big deal when they threw it on the one yard line, got intercepted. But um, yeah, that was the third thing. Hope he comes back. Probably won't. Um, his post game presser was legendary, though. Did you guys see that? I did not. Yo, he was talking about like taking care of your mentals, taking care of y'all chicken. Oh, the chickens, the chickens. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't actually for... see the thing, but obviously I saw that rev through Twitter. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Such, I mean... such a weird guy. But actually, what he said was like super important. He was talking about like the like, like in ter- taking care of your like body, mind, and like your your financial status. Because he said that a lot of people he knew like just didn't, and uh, there's like. Uh, they're like they got nothing left by the time they're done. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hopefully, he comes back. He's pretty good for the league. I yep. like him. I doubt he will, though. We'll see. Got you ready. Um, 
Yeah, like, I mean, he was kind of just more of like a, you know, just quickly get him in there because he knows the system a little bit. But, uh, uh, yeah, so I guess we can, we'll go on to the, uh, you know, the, uh, the next round, the AFC Championship games. So we'll start, we'll start in chronological order like we have been doing. Um, <laughs> Titans Chiefs. I was, uh, so, I, you know, I was here, for, I'm rooting for the Chiefs in the playoffs this year. I'd love to see Mahomes get his ring. Um, I was so, I was so scared that, like, I, like if, uh, being a Chiefs fan for, you know, that, that game, um, I was, I had no idea how they were going to stop Derrick Henry. Uh, I, just from the two playoff games beforehand, the guy was, like we said, the hottest guy, the hottest player in, uh, in football. And sure enough, man, they did it. Uh, 19 rushes for 69 yards. Nice. 3.6 average. So, like, they stopped Derrick Henry. They but here's the thing. Hill's thing. It wasn't yep. their run defense that stopped them in the first half. Most of those yards came in the first half. And yep. uh, the thing that really stopped Derrick Henry is that yep. the Chiefs got so far ahead that they made the, uh, the Titans throw the ball. And Nailed then they it. just yep. couldn't throw it. So, Absolutely. They made Ryan Tannehill pass the ball 30 times, right? So, you know, yeah. going from 15 attempts, 15 attempts to all of a sudden having to throw the ball 30 times and having the ball like on your, like a, the game on your shoulders, essentially, because they can't, you can't run the ball in that situation. So, um, and Chiefs got up, got up, got up early, got up big and kind of forced, uh, forced the Titans to be one dimensional and pass the ball only. Well, okay. So I will say this though. Mm-hmm. Um, the Titans, honestly, they just played a really good game. I don't think. I don't think it had anything to do with the Titans having a bad passing attack necessarily. The the Chiefs just played really disciplined football because if you look at Ryan Tannehill, he was still twenty one for thirty one. That's yeah, not yeah. that's not that bad. Didn't throw a single pick. Two hundred yards, which is like meh. Two touchdowns, which is like pretty average. So like he had some average throwing stats, but the important thing is didn't throw a pick. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. If you watch, like, if you watch that defense, man, friggin' Tyron Matthew and Daniel Sorensen. Like, okay, Daniel, you and I were you and I were watching this game together, correct? Yep. Yeah, Daniel Sorensen made tackle after tackle after tackle, open field tackle stuff that's impossible to do. He was, he's the best tackler. Like I think I've seen like, like in a very long time. He's like. He wraps up, he gets guys down, and he can also make the big hit. Like it was very impressive to see. He's and then Sorry, go ahead. He's he's probably the best two dimensional player on that defense. Like, no word of a lie. Watching him play the pass and the run against the Tennessee Titans, which is kind of a tough team to do that against, because you look at like they don't have many like great receivers yet but i think Corey davis and uh aj brown are two guys that can certainly get there especially Ooh, with aj brown if they can Holy. if ryan Tannehill can stay in tennessee and keep doing what he's doing man those two guys are going to be studs yeah um yeah and uh like you said tyron matthew is hot right now he's on that's five. yeah you know, dude. i saw a video like during the game where he not he covered he was covering the quarterback run so like he was spying and he covered the first read and the second read all by himself. Yeah, and he controlled. He he literally controls the entire field when he plays, and I, I really love that in a in a safety. Yeah, like Aiden, you know, I've loved that guy for such a long time. I think Tyron Matthew is yeah. so sick. He made that one play. I believe it was on Corey Davis, where he just absolutely blew him up. Oh, like just smoked him. No, you're tomorrow. thinking. Oh, it wasn't Corey Davis. It was their. Uh, it was Adam Humphreys. 
Oh no, it was Corey well, Davis. No, it was Corey Davis. Are you sure? I thought it was Adam uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Corey Davis. It was on the wide receiver screen that nobody screened, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I think it was Corey Davis. Interesting. Um, but yeah, no. So it's uh, the, like I mean, Corey Davis is a big dude, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, that's that LSU blood, dude. What? Them's hit hards. Yeah. Oh, LSU. Yeah, LSU. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought you LSU. meant on Corey Davis. Like, Corey Davis was LSU. I was like... DBU, baby. Corey Davis is literally from, like, frick nowhere. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's from, uh, what is it, Western Kentucky, I think it is? Western, Western Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. yeah. There's only been, like, a couple of those guys out there. I knew he was a Western something. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was Corey Davis, by the way. I just watched the hit again because that was just okay. disgusting. Um, but yeah, I think it, the Chiefs Chiefs came to play. Um, great game from them, in my opinion. They they did very well. Pat Mahomes again, fantastic. One twenty pass rating. We'll have to see it. And then the below the Chiefs for the Super Bowl, the Chiefs are going to have to do uh, exactly what they did because San oh. Fran's so good at running that oh, you Ryan. just have to get out twenty one points ahead and just make them throw the ball. We'll get there. We'll talk about the keys to the Super Bowl in just a moment. But we do we do have to address the NFC Championship game. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I, we, he, addressed yeah. The, we addressed the Patriots, so you had to address the Packers. Yep, we did. Yeah, but the um, Patriots weren't the Patriots weren't systematically abused on live television. <laughs> yes, they yes they were. Derrick um, Henry ran for five thousand yards. Yeah, well, at least you have six rings over there. Be quiet. <laughs> uh brady do you want to lead the charge on this one no ryan I, I led the charge in the patriots so he can lead it for the fact like he knows the most about the game and the team and how he how the team didn't show up like i uh, i just want to give you the opportunity to go at ryan but ryan go ahead talk let's no. let's talk about this game as no. the um you know oh, it sucks it, to see your, let it be said that lead. i never really went that hard at that the patriots no, i said don't. that it was kind of sucked that they got out so early but like it, like they played poorly. That's just the way it goes. And no, I'm not, I'm the not Packers, talking, no, I'm not salty. Yeah. yeah, no, I spent like in a, in a good way. You like, were in the can, group chat. Ryan can, uh, Ryan can just knows most about the Packers and what happened. So agreed. Um, the Packers, yeah, it was it. Like I said, it was systematic live abuse. It was bad. But I think what what happened, like the worst. Oh my god, so much went bad. But like the biggest part probably was they did the opposite of whatever like everything they were supposed to do. They were supposed to come out, stop the run, didn't do that obviously. Like 150 yards before contact for one running back. That's um uh, Raheem Mostert ended up popping yeah. off for 220 total yards, 7.650 yeah, before contact. Yeah, and four touchdowns. Um yeah, so that was something and, that they were supposed to do. Big, big key to the game because they knew that Jimmy Garoppolo was up freaking like airmail every three balls. So like, yeah, you can pick him off if he throws it. He threw what like six times. You're not going to win that way. He um, threw eight times and completed six. Another big thing was like they were San Fran's secondary is like good for covering most of the time. Um, but Green Bay, like, they came out, they didn't have any rhythm. They weren't supposed to give, like, if you give up no turnovers, that's ideal. They gave up, like, 40,000. Um, they fumbled the ball. Aaron Rodgers just looked at it. I don't even think he dove for it. Um, he had an interception. A uh, couple of stupid plays. They were getting killed on special teams. It was it was bad. 
just like, an absolute wash. San Fran looked like a better. They look. I don't know. They were out of the. They were a whole different class, basically. They played outplayed them in all three phases. Um, Aaron Jones didn't get into a rhythm, uh, and then they started like just throwing bombs, like because they were so far down. Um, which is, I think, part of the reason why Aaron Rodgers threw a couple uh, interceptions. Um, Devontae had a good game. I'll give him that. He set a Packers record for most receptions in a game. Uh, all against, or mostly were against uh, Richard Sherman, which is kind of cool. Um, yep. He did he did torch Richard Sherman. Um, they For whatever reason, they decided to travel him that game, which they have never done before. Um, other than that, it was... It was bad. Like our line is one of the best lines in the league, and uh, Seattle or San Fran, sorry, makes it look like bad, like bad. San bad. Fran does have probably the best defensive line in football. Like you got Eric Armstead, Bosa. and then you have Nick Bosa. You have uh, Solomon Thomas, who's kind of a bust, and then I forget who their other defensive. Oh, DeForest Buckner. Uh, you have Buckner as well. Um, yeah, and and like, like Quan Alexander is one of the best yeah. lateral linebackers in the league. Yeah, so he's like very Aaron good. Jones wasn't having any like luck like running against that their linebackers. It was just it was really bad. We just got outclassed. That's all there is to it. It was sort of like the Patriots. Um, like they just didn't come to play. Yeah, um, I'm so happy Quan Alexander's out of my division because he was on the Buccaneers for a while there. A lot of like, um, uh, like a lot of it was just like like a combination of like just not showing up to play and just getting out schemed. Like uh, Matt Lafleur is a lot to learn from mm-hmm. getting out scheme like that and like the it's i feel like green bay um still has a really good chance if we can get like a, a couple good linebackers and another receiver i think like we'll, we'll do a lot better like our defense is like our secondary is getting like more experience and our linebackers are like the best duo in the league so sack wise um yeah um so I think there's still I, opportunity to win a Super Bowl for sure for a couple of years still. Before yeah, before Aaron has to retire. But uh I think one thing I do want to mention, every time that like Matt Wolfor gets mentioned, I just think of the freaking joke that we made, like, oh yeah, Peter Wolfor's brother, that crushes me every time. I, that makes me oh. laugh so much. I love it. Lefler. It's so funny. Matt yeah. Wolfor, oh Peter Wolfor's brother. Um yeah, cram it up your cram hole, Lefleur. <laughs> the biggest one makes but... me bleed my own blood, Lefleur. <laughs> the biggest thing that kind of like makes me realize how good of a defense San Fran has is their second string defensive end is D Ford. Like he's not even starting for them. That's ridiculous. Actually, I think he's starting on the inside now, isn't he? No. No, I think they usually go with Solomon Thomas on the inside. Um, the, no, well, they run no, a no, four no. three. No, they've sure. got DeForest Buckner and Sheldon Day, and Sheldon Day's a big boy. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's that it's bad. <laughs> like that they, game is bad. They run a four. Where does Eric Armstead play? They run a four three. If the Chiefs don't find a way to stop that, they've got a crack black crack back block like every every snap if they have any chance of stopping that line. Because I don't think the Chiefs line is as good as the Packers line. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so sorry. San Francisco runs a four three, and they've got yeah. Buckner and Day on the inside. Armstead and Bosa are on the outside. Gotcha, gotcha. Wow. Huh, then what about like, Solomon Thomas? Didn't make the cut. Solomon Thomas is a uh, second string defensive tackle. Yeah, I liked him a lot. He's 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 such like an intelligent guy when you hear him talk, but yeah. never really panned out. Uh, he's still young. Hopefully, he gets his chance. But 
But I will say, What's... like, getting blown out is is still is. I find it easier than being like uh, beaten on a last second touchdown or not. Just heartbreaker. You, like, like uh, you you have you've like accepted the loss. You're like just like you know yeah. screw it. Like game's over. Last second loss is just like holy. Like we almost had it. Like we could be there. Yeah. Yeah. So right, anyway, and... it was just outclass. Like that's that's yep. what it is. Next year, hopefully, we'll be we'll have a better. Uh, we'll just upgrade a couple positions, and then I think we'll be. One two in the league, hopefully. Definitely easier said than done, but uh, we can move on here. Um, so that's that's all the playoffs that have been done so far. Uh, but we do have one more game coming up that everyone's so excited for, and that's the Pro Bowl. I mean, that's the Super Bowl. Um, go AFC. Go go. Oh, Devonta had two touchdowns in the Pro Bowl. Pretty wild. Well, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl was today, or Pro Bowl was today. Um, at the time we're recording, that's not to date it, but. AFC did end up winning on. Uh, they always win because we're the best. Yeah, AFC's kind of sick. Up. Um, but they, they ended up a getting... better division or better conference by far. Well, they never, they never win. They never win the Pro Bowl. Yeah, well, most of our players dropped out. Like Aaron Rodgers dropped out. Uh, they let they Russell Wilson gave up his starting position. Uh, to Drew Brees, like <laughs> that's not oh, wow. that's not too much of a downgrade. What a drop off. <laughs> Yeah, that's because it's probably going to be Drew Brees' last, and Kirk uh, last go around. Kirk Cousins threw, flip, went in for like a minute. So, and our sec well, he threw a touchdown pass though. Um, our second best running back in the in the class didn't even make it to the bowl, so our best players weren't even there. Um, it's all. But fun. yeah, so we. But it's we, okay because Alvin Kamara was there, dude. It's fine. Yeah, he, along uh, with I, the I, seventeen I, other Saints that were there. Yeah, there were so many Saints. There were, yeah, they did that group the entire so offense was Baltimore as well. Yeah, we had two. We had, no, we had three players there. I think Panthers had three as well. Packers had um, three. Chicago. Yeah, Chicago had three as well. There should be. Oh, did Mitch Trubisky made it? No. Yeah, <laughs> shocker. Yo, I was watching a video of him trying to last like two years ago in Pro yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was bad. Took him like fourteen tries. Just, just, <laughs> just wait till we uh, pull off a record-setting trade with the Ravens and get Lamar Jackson for a third-round pick. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to turn off your Xbox. Yeah, yeah that, would, that yeah. would require the next fifty-seven first-round pick, bro. Even, even even Madden that won't would take not that be trade. Worth it. Um, the the real Ravens would take that trade before Madden does. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Madden, Madden's trade system is kind of Madden is kinda, stupid, kind of kind of iffy. But we'll move on to uh, you know we're not going to spend too much time talking about the Pro Bowl because let's be real, we don't really care about the Pro Bowl. Um, the skills uh, competition was fun. The skills competition was pretty cool. Um, Devontae was keep the quarterback. About the Devontae was a quarterback for a little bit there. He did pretty well actually. Yeah, they won. Yeah, not too bad. I think the uh, the quarterback versus DB thing for um, like in the skills comp was super cool. Whoa, I thought Russell Wilson really... was friggin'. He was oh. pitching some in there. Wow. He was shredding it. Yeah. Um, but okay, we're not gonna spend too much time on the Pro Bowl. We want to get to the big game here. Uh, we have a 49ers versus Chiefs Super Bowl. Both of Joe Montana's teams are playing here. Um, the Chiefs currently come in as the favorite as a one and a half point favorite. Uh, so it's not uh, not too big of a spread. Uh, I think I think the over set at 54, which is you know, I feel like that's going to be pretty attainable for these two teams. Yeah, that's um, let's uh, let's start with Aiden here. Aiden, what do you um, what's your score prediction for the Super Bowl? I think that's what we're going to do here. I'm going to go. I'm also going to write these down. 
Oh, I didn't think about this. Jeez. Uh, I'm going to go oh, 30. Well, if you guys want to. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm going to go 32 24 for San Francisco. 34 no, to, sorry, 34. 32. 30, 32 to 24. Yeah. For San Francisco. Okay. San Francisco. Sorry, I'm, I want to write these down because we're going to. Definitely going to, you know have bragging rights here for uh for after the super bowl um so you think the niners pull it off eh yes <laughs> okay good me <laughs> uh, um, I'll, I'll, sorry I'll what, what was that okay. i think i think you cut out <laughs> um it, i think i think uh, so you think the niners are gonna pull it off eh yeah, I think uh, I think they played one of the smartest games of football last week in the sense that they did not show off any of their passing game, which they didn't, they didn't need to. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Say. You're right. They didn't need to, but now. But they didn't. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. They didn't need to, so they didn't. Um, they yep. still won the game handily, um, but that's the thing. Like they've they've got some weapons, like uh, Debo Samuel, Dante Pettis. Dante Pettis hasn't had a great season, but he has games like. The odd game, he'll um, he'll play really well. But Dante, Pat, or um, what's his face, Debo Samuel, he's a he's a threat. So I think, uh, and especially George Kittle as well. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they can utilize the uh, passing game against the Chiefs' defense, and then because that's the thing, they're they're a very multi-dimensional team, and. Like I'm, I'm not a big Garoppolo fan. Like I'm, I'm not a Garoppolo guy whatsoever. Um, I am, but he's he's a half decent quarterback, and I think that's that's all they need. I mean, yeah, I was like Peyton in his last year when they won. Peyton was just good enough. Or yeah. Eli, both years. That's the thing. <laughs> also true. Also true. And that um, that defense is I, stupid. I think uh, it's going to be thirty-four twenty-eight. San Fran, thirty-four twenty-eight. San Fran, yeah. I think that. Uh, I think for the Chiefs to win, um, they'd have to get out to an early lead and force San Fran to throw the ball and play catch-up ball game. Game, like just keep throwing the ball. Um, and I think I don't think San Fran would be able to do that. But I think that the Chiefs, the Chiefs in both games have started out really poorly. Um, and you're not going to win doing that against San Fran. I think the same thing's going to happen. So they're going to come out and try to get ahead real quick, but San Fran's going to pull ahead, and then they're just going to run the ball, run down the clock. Chiefs, they just won't be able to do it. Thirty-four twenty-eight, San Fran. And thirty-four twenty-eight. I got it written down. The uh, the thing is, like Shanahan's a like he's a smart guy as well. Like yeah, both him and his father were really good at scheming. Yeah. What about you, Brady? What do you got? Uh, what do you got going yeah, there? I'm with the other guys. Uh, Thirty-one twenty-eight for the the Chiefs. I mean, fuck the Niners. I think I think yep. it'll be a little bit closer, but um, yeah, I, I'm with them. You know, uh, I think that San Fran has a bit more just energy and pure chaos than than Chiefs do. I hope they channel that on Super Bowl day and. Everyone just goes berserk, and we see Kittle and Kittle and uh, Bosa just go crazy and dominate on both sides of the field. And I think it'll be too much for the Chiefs to handle. And um, you know, Garoppolo has that Super Bowl experience, so yes, sitting sure. on the bench—that's very true. 
Um, Another thing is the Chiefs love to prey on their opponents using like their special teams and getting like really short fields. Um, They love doing that, but uh, San Fran's like special teams is like elite, elite. Like they'll 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 like shut that down a little bit. Like they they killed the Packers all game on special teams. And Tyreek Hill is a good returner when he returns. Or uh, who's the other one over there? I think Mecole. He Mecole Hardman. Yeah. Um, but I think that their special teams is so good at, at pinning people and keeping people back that the Chiefs won't be able to like utilize short fields. So they're gonna have to get turnovers, which if they're running the ball, they don't do much often. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I feel I mean, like I feel like everyone everyone's gonna see mine coming. I'm picking the yeah, Chiefs. That's yeah. not not. I feel like that's Chiefs, not too much of a surprise. Fifty-two to to seventeen. Uh, fifty-two yeah. to six, actually. No. Um, I think it's gonna uh, my final score. Um. Brady, I almost went, uh, I almost went with a scorigami, but like a Super Bowl scorigami. Yeah. I feel like that's just too. What is a scorigami? <laughs> oh, what is that? Scorigami. Type of, type my bad. Iced pasta right there. Time out. My bad. My bad. Scorigami. Let's cut that out. Jeez, that's a score. Wow. Scorigami. Wow. Scorigami. My bad. <laughs> um, that's like saying strategy is strategery. It's like saying, we, we just threw an extra R in there. I didn't do that. It's like yeah. saying Ascala. <laughs> uh, if any of if any of you listeners get that one, shout out to you that's for that. A, but that's uh, a callback. That's a callback. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So my final score, I'm gonna say it's gonna be 38 to 24 uh, for the Chiefs. I think uh, I I just think the Chiefs are gonna come out strong uh, and just uh, yeah, they're gonna have to. Yeah, I, I, I just I just think this uh like they shut down Derrick Henry. I think they can do the same thing against San Francisco. Um <laughs> you know, this isn't this isn't me just being different and saying the Chiefs. I, I genuinely think the Chiefs will win this game. You can't Brady said toast to the favorite Super Bowl stack, dude. I was just are, reading the uh Are you just reading that now? That was an hour ago. I was oh, just man. reading the um what are we on Discord chat? By the way, if anybody wants to Discord us, if we have any fans out there, we'll solve we'll, it. We'll talk to you for hours on end. At least one we person. We literally have nothing else to we do. We have nothing I, to do. I have so much to do, but <laughs> Yeah, Discord, baby. And I, I got in trouble for saying toast. I got kicked I out. <laughs> You're not allowed over anymore. <laughs> um, Jesus. Oh, yeah, you so just lost th- your membership to Video Spot? <laughs> I got you. I got you. If anybody gets a... that, just tweet us. Send us a message on Instagram, on Twitter, on whatever you guys want with your Super Bowl predictions. We'll, uh, we'll, I'll make sure I get them all written down. We'll give you give you a nice little shout out on the uh, on our Instagram or something yeah. like that. Whoever, whoever whoever gets the closest, whoever's the closest will win a thousand dollars. Actually, I we're not we're, Brady. We're not doing this again. That bit got <laughs> killed in episode seven. We're not doing that again. <laughs> I'm bringing it back, baby. Episode thirty one. <laughs> also, let us know uh, if you guys keep liking the interview podcast because uh, we're trying our best yeah. to get as many people as possible. Yep. Um, we we but if you guys don't even like. Yeah, if you guys don't like it, then <laughs> we, we will, will stop getting these famous people on that we love talking to and provide great content for us. We'll do we it have, by ourselves uh, and not post it. So this episode's <laughs> going to come out. Hopefully, hopefully, this episode comes out on Tuesday if everything goes well for editing. Um, yeah, but we have. I think I'll, we have another episode coming out on Thursday. That is probably one of my personal favorites, and you know, just a little, little bit of foreshadowing in there. Big, Who was it? Um, no, <laughs> that's that's big time foreshadowing. 
yeah, so very excited for that one. Um, basketball yeah. related. Basketball. Also, if you hate my if you hate my voice, you can listen to this one. Yes, because Ryan is not in that one. Um, I was uh, hey. soaking up the sun in in Nova Scotia, <laughs> <laughs> sunny sunny East Coast. You know, yeah, you know what they say thirty five you know feet of snow they got um, out out east. But for real, we did we drew straws and and then uh, I didn't get the short stick, but they told me I wasn't allowed to be in the interview anyway. So that's not true. No that's not what happened. Boss says I wasn't allowed in. So <laughs> Andrew, I just took my va- I took oh, my no, four vacation days and I left. Uh, our special guest, if you're uh, if you're listening, Ryan specifically wanted to not be there. He said he wow. hates you, even though he hasn't met you, and he just did not want to be there. So just wow, that's that such a lie. <laughs> that's such that's a lie. Uh, it's facts. They told me I wasn't allowed to be in it. Good guess, though. A great Can't guess. I'm so excited for that and, one. It's a, it's we, a long episode, but it's yeah. great. And we will have him back um, someday in the yep. summer and also uh adrian tracy his episode is out he also wants to come back do an in-studio interview and i think that'd be really cool yeah Aiden, we're gonna have another rando in your house not that adrian tracy is a rando by any means but like that's gonna be great no we'll be using uh somewhere else for that one i'm i'm certain why maybe why are you, why are you certain yeah why are you certain of it Wait, we'll, talk spot? we'll talk about it it's our yeah we use ryan's house <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I guess we'll uh, we'll kind of move towards wrapping this up. Um, I so we uh, so we were recording this on Sunday, January twenty sixth, and unfortunately today we um, there was some news that broke that was very devastating. Kobe Bryant was in a helicopter accident, and uh, unfortunately he and nine other passengers, and one of them being his daughter did not end up making it um so they uh you know they passed it's very sad news and i just like i think the boys were obviously we were talking about this today i think everyone in the world was talking about this right now uh we all kind of wanted to share like a little bit about like what kobe meant to all of us um brady did you want to start because i feel like you're you have a really good uh really good connection there yeah and it's not like i i grew up playing basketball he's not like my basketball idol or anything like some of my other friends but he was he was so awesome in that he was an inspiration to athletes across multiple different sports. Um, you know, as we saw that today, you had all the, all the, you know, JJ Watt, Tom Brady, um, I think Devonte Adams too, that they were all re- tweeting about it. And, and all, all the, the Toronto Maple Leafs, just every single sport, Tiger Woods. Um, he's an inspiration in Michael Phelps, like every sport, every athlete, if you're an athlete, you looked up to him, um, and uh, in high school, uh, we were the the Royals, and we wore purple and gold, just like the Lakers. And uh, I picked number twenty four. It was half because of Kobe, half because of Darrell Rivas. And um, it, yeah, I just it meant a lot to wear purple and gold twenty four. And I was kind of tried to uh, channel that Mamba mentality, as so many of us do um, in our lives. And uh, so you know, he's always been. Although I'm not the biggest basketball guy in the world. Uh, there's no denying that I, I looked up to him and it was a, it was a tough day today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Aiden, what about yourself? Well, yeah, you know, like kind of what Brady was saying, like not, not a massive basketball guy, but it's hard not to um, like, like Kobe was like LeBron is more than an athlete, but Kobe was like, Kobe was like quietly 
like more than an athlete like just the way he interacted with people and showed his interaction with other players and uh one of the biggest things that i think of when i think of kobe is a very recent but when uh luka Doncic was taking the uh yeah what is it the 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 inbound uh, inbound yeah i blanked there and Kobe's yeah. speaking to him in friggin' Lithuanian or whatever it is, like Slovenian, yeah, Soviet, yeah, like, um, it really just shows, like, this guy was, he really, um, he was more than an athlete because he he embodied wanting to live his life to the fullest, and that mentality that like, um, like nothing is ever good enough for him. And another example of that is that stupid little commercial with Kanye. Like, I saw that about five times today, yeah. but it always yeah. makes me laugh. But And it's kind of true. That's, like, kind of how he lived his life. Like, nothing was better. And uh, he had to find out how to be a different, a different animal while being the same beast. <laughs> but, no, in all it's honesty, a, it's... a funny one. Um, like, devastating for anyone like just as as a fan of sports it's it's not something you ever want to experience and i can't imagine what um the rest of the bryant family is going through and it's like it's just terrible but uh yeah so um i pulled it up here i had the tweet on from from adam shafters he you know very good source of information um but like obviously, you know, the his wife Vanessa Bryant, and then he left behind three kids as well: Natalie, Bianca, and Capri. Uh, Capri was actually a newborn, less than a year old. Um, so you know, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with the uh, with the Bryant family. I'm I'm actually like I'm getting choked up right now. Like, like Brady said, I was never uh, like you know, sorry, not like Brady said, but like Brady, I was never like a huge basketball guy growing up. But um, when I was younger and I was really taking hockey very seriously, like wanted to go to the show and whatnot. Um, my dad was like, if you want to, if you like, you got to take after you got to look at pro athletes. And one of the guys that he pointed out to me was, was Kobe Bryant. He, um, he like, he, it's still in this, in like in the game today, like everyone you hear about it, like, you know, it's like, Oh, this guy has the mom mentality. You hear that in football, you hear that in hockey, you hear that in, 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 in baseball, even like, I'm like, you hear like these guys, you know, they're, they're stone cold. And, um, you know, he, he, he brought so much more to basketball than just his on the field or on the court presence. Um, and Kobe was one of those guys that, like, you know, you might not have liked. I thought he was great, but um, you might not have liked him. But the mom mentality was something different. Like, you, I, I admired him so much. Um, and, yeah, like, oh, so when I, like, I think Cabby, uh, he's a TSN guy. I don't know if he's still with TSN, actually. Uh, I think he's with Bleacher Report now, but he tweeted out and said, this can't be real life. And that was honestly my initial reaction. One of my buddies texted me like right when the news dropped from TMZ. And, um, I honestly, like I was, I was playing, playing PS3, just, you know, just kind of chilling. And, uh, and I had like paused my game and I was legitimately like shaking. Like I, I couldn't, couldn't believe it. Um, yeah. What about, what about you, Ryan? Um, well, first I, I'll, I'll just, uh, say that, uh, the owner of the Mavericks, I believe, Yep, Mark Cuban. Um, Mark Cuban came out and said that uh, they are going to retire the number twenty-four, um, yep. so that no no one else, no Dallas Maverick, will uh, wear that number again. And I think that's something maybe the whole league should look into. Um, 
I just like the were. nature um the nature of his death and untimeliness of it i think that that's probably something that maybe the whole the rest of the league will follow suit um and that'd be a nice tribute uh yeah i agree other than that i just like um i was always more of like a lebron fan than a than kobe fan but you can't really uh it's it's not that i wasn't a fan of him it was just like at that time stuff like that but his reach and his like um his like being respected around the league was just too great to ignore um uh and i think that even when he retired he was still making waves around the league and um he was heavily involved in his daughter's basketball and he was um just do- doing so much for the sport of um basketball but the mamba mentality i think reaches so far like past the court I think it's like a way that regular people like us can just um, it's a mentality you can attack life with and um, something that uh, you can use to do better in your own life, even if you're not playing basketball. So, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's like, tough. Like... It's tough. Um, yeah, you can't. I mean, he had a newborn child. That's that, yeah. that that's a daughter that will never grow up to know that her dad was probably. I don't know, top two, three in the league ever. So and such a great guy, too. So. He, um, yeah, like, like I think he, he transcended basketball. Like, there's not too many athletes on the planet that, like, ever can have the impact on sports like Kobe Bryant can't, or Kobe Bryant did. Um, you know, like, we were, like, even when we were kids, like, we were, you know, throwing stuff into trash cans, yelling out Kobe. Like, that's, that's a legacy. Like, but, like, it goes so much past just, like, you know, throwing, throwing out trash. Like, there was so much I tried to emulate about him. Like it was, it, it was insane. So yeah. our thoughts and prayers, you know, on behalf of Casey Pond, on behalf of uh, the boys here, uh, really do want to express our thoughts and prayers to the, to the Bryant family. And, um, you know, all you Kobe fans out there as well. I'm sure this is not easy for you guys either. So, um, you know, we're definitely thinking about you and. Yeah. And our, yeah, there's definitely people out there that are, that are like, um, even though they never met Kobe, even in the slightest that, he still had an impact on our life. Like uh, our friend Manvir, um, he especially took this one different. So, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, so I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here. We are gonna do uh, so after after Brady hits us with the uh, with the sign off here. We're gonna do. I'm gonna leave in 24 seconds of silence before the outro music hits. Just a little tribute to. Uh, to the black mamba but brady you want to i think like all our links are going to be down in the description you guys already know that um brady you want to hit us with a sign off here yep so thank you everybody for joining us may your puns be high and down inside the 10 mamba forever